This is the ActiveX Back Show from Edinburgh, Scotland's vibrant capital. Hosted by award-winning registered osteopath, author and all-round pain guru, Gavin Routledge. If you want relief or prevention of lower back pain or sciatica, and you want to be healthier, keep listening. The following programme should not be taken as medical advice, but for informational purposes only. Hello friends, sufferers, fellow humans. In this episode, I am going to be talking about the five most common mistakes that I see in people rehabilitating or recovering from lower back pain and or sciatica. And the number one most common mistake I see is listening to everyone. Dr. Google, your mum, your dad, the guy who sits next to you at work. There are legions of opinions on lower back pain. Let's face it, 80% of adults will experience lower back pain at some time in their lives, and therefore everyone has a view, or nearly everyone. Rarely will you say, oh, oh, I'm really, oh, my lower back's really irritating me, and the response is, oh, really? Oh, um, tell me more about that. No, no, everyone wants to tell you their experience and what you should do. But the reality is your back problem is unique to you. You are a unique individual. It is highly unlikely that the circumstances that your friend, mum, dad had themselves in when they experienced a lower back pain are identical to yours. And certainly Dr. Google, for all the clever algorithms, they can only give back the quality of content dictated by the quality of your question. So if you ask, um, what are the six best things I can do for my lower back? Well, you're gonna get the most popular articles on that topic. Are they from experts? Probably not. Um, in many cases on Google, of course, you'll get kind of historical content. So somebody put up an article, you know, way back at the beginning of YouTube, back in the beginning of the early days of search engine optimization, and that gives them Im immense kudos. They've been around lots of people linking to that article. So just because it's at the top of the Google search rankings does not mean it is the right advice for you. So please do not listen to everyone. Consult an expert, someone who specializes in lower back pain and sciatica, not your mum, your dad, if you wanted to build a new house, you wouldn't ask your mum or dad or the guy next door, you would ask an architect, someone who specializes in the design and controlling the building elements. Okay, so that is the number one mistake I see most often, is that people listen to everyone. And it's, it's not just that it distracts you in the short term, but it can be massively confusing when you're getting different input from different people. Uh, I saw a guy, well, I did a video consultation with a guy about a month ago, and although we spent you know, nearly, probably about 50 minutes on the call, he still went away, and when we could, I saw him again a week later, he'd been all over the web looking for faster solutions to his problem. And yet here he'd had the opportunity to get direct coaching from one who specializes in this stuff, and, and there, on the other hand, left to his own devices in his own time, of course his pain's eating away at him. He's thinking, oh, what's the quick solution? There has to be something faster than this. And so he's all over the web. And when I saw him a week later, he'd been doing all sorts of crazy exercises. Now, of course, they didn't seem crazy to him, but the reality is they were definitely a bad thing for him. So 
Number one mistake I see is people listening to everyone. So don't do it. Mistakes that people make when recovering from lower back pain. Number two is masking the pain. Now, I don't believe you should suffer unnecessarily. And certainly if you're struggling to sleep at night, or struggling to sleep, uh, you may be a night shift worker. So whenever you're trying to sleep, if your pain is making it nigh on impossible to get sleep, then use pain relief then. It's very important to get a good rest. However, remember, the biological purpose of pain is an alarm system. So if you simply turn that alarm system off with painkillers, analgesics, anti-inflammatories, and then do the things that would otherwise have been painful to do, you are in serious danger of slowing up your rate of recovery, perhaps halting it entirely, perhaps rather than moving from the stage of inflammation and kind of scar tissue building, what we call granulation tissue creation, you could halt that phase entirely and kick right back into the kind of acute inflammatory stage simply by damaging tissue which is trying to repair. And pain is your alarm system. It's your body's way of saying, stop, don't do that. So masking the pain in order to do more of the things that would otherwise be painful is a very common mistake when trying to rehabilitate, recover from lower back pain and sciatica. So I would encourage you to try not to use painkillers in order to do more. Yeah, it is not a sensible move. The number three mistake I see in people trying to rehabilitate, recover from lower back pain and sciatica is that they do too much. And this is often tied in with using analgesics painkillers. If you have damaged something in your back, and that may not be the case, and listen to some of my other, watch some of my other content around the relationship between damage and pain, but certainly if you have damaged something in your lower back, then it needs time to heal. If you watch competitive sport, and particularly I watch a lot of rugby, you'll see the first thing they do when they have an injury is they come off on the ice packet, and that's to try and minimize the amount of tissue swelling in the first place. Because yes, you need that blood to come into the area, but sometimes if there's a huge amount of inflammation, it can just take longer to get, get into the next phase of healing. But the important point here is it's all about healing. If you have damaged tissue, you must allow it time to heal. And if you try and just bash on using painkillers sometimes, but sometimes not, some people just thole, as we good, good Scots where they thole the pain, they put up with the pain, but just keep carrying on doing the things that they want to or need to do, then you will slow up the rate of recovery, of rehabilitation, of tissue repair. And that ultimately is a big mistake. So that's the third mistake I see is people doing too much and not allowing their body time to heal. The fourth mistake I most frequently see in people trying to recover from lower back pain or sciatica is the opposite of the third mistake. So the third mistake was doing too much. The fourth mistake was doing too little. And in my observation, people broadly fall into two camps. They're either people who are always bashing on and doing too much, or they're a little bit precious, a little bit wary, fearful of doing themselves further damage, and so they rest. 
Yeah, they kind of play it safe and hope that when they next try and do something, that the pain will have gone away. And that is a big mistake too. Remember my maxim of use it, but don't abuse it. This ties in points three and four. It's very important to stay active, but not to the point of doing too much, which is number three. So if we stick with this mistake number four, doing too little. Yes, you may feel more comfortable at rest, but the counter argument to being at rest is movement is essential for blood flow and blood flow helps you to heal. Yeah, if you're not getting enough blood through and drainage of what we call lymphatic fluid, washing away that inflammation, then you will slow up your rate of healing. So movement is very important to healing. It's also important to reassure your nervous system that actually things are not a disaster. So if you are just not moving, your nervous system will stay in a relatively high state of alarm because it will be sitting in the background, these ancient parts of your nervous system waiting, just trying to, it's gathering data all the time. And if you can imagine your hind brain, your sort of lizard brain is still highly stressed because you're resting, it knows things are not normal. So when you do go to move, there's a greater chance that your nervous system goes, oh, don't do that, and gives you a bolt of pain. So it's very important to try and stay active within the limits of pain when you're rehabilitating. You do not want to just take to your bed. This was disastrous advice. It was very common up until even into the 1990s. Um, this kind of, oh, you've hurt your back, take to your bed for two weeks, give it time to heal. Yeah, great time to heal, but A, your nervous system stays in a high state of alarm, but B, what kind of healing do you really get? And the answer is probably pretty weak healing. So it might be just about okay for lying in bed and maybe even sitting, but the moment you try and stoop over to get something out of the dishwasher, wham, you strain it again. And that's because you've just been too inactive, you've rested up too much. Now it is a very tricky balance, this one often, and, and it's one I see all the time in clinical practice and one that not just you as a patient struggle with, but me as a practitioner struggle with, because there are so many parameters, elements, variables in your day. And I like to talk about loading. So there's a loading of sitting, there's a loading of even lying in your bed. Um, <clears throat> maybe you have to stack things on the shelves, maybe you have to stoop over things, maybe you're a surgeon and you're stooping over a patient. These are all loading. And so very much when you're trying to recover from lower back pain, it's this balance of how much loading should you do. If you do too much, as in the last point, then you'll hold up the rate of healing. And if you do too little, then the healing you get won't be very strong. You'll have a relatively weak union of those torn tissues and they're more likely to tear again. So that is point number four that I see one of the most common mistakes. Okay, so moving on to the last, and I, and I could have done loads, but this is the fifth mistake that I see people make when rehabilitating from lower back pain and or sciatica. And that is that they accept a passive role. So they'll go and see somebody for help and they'll become a passive recipient of treatment. And that is a big mistake too. In a way, it's very much related to doing too little, point number four. 
it is vitally important that you play an active role in your rehabilitation. And if you go to a practitioner, whether it be somebody in my industry, osteopath, chiropractor, physio, whoever, massage therapist, acupuncturist, and they do things to you, but don't give you things to do to help yourself, then you'll become a passive role in that process of rehabilitation and you're disempowered. So A, it's more likely to happen again. And therefore, if it does happen again, you don't know how to help yourself. So don't become a passive recipient in the treatment and management of your lower back pain and sciatica. Seek to understand what the risk factors were for your particular problem. Now, if you're not already acquainted with my cliff of pain metaphor, then you could do a lot worse than start with one of the free webinars we have on our website. If you go to active-x.co.uk, you will see a resources tab, one of the first items, maybe it's the third item in the drop-down list there, is free webinars. There's a 35-minute webinar there on lower back pain and another one on sciatica. And at the end of those, you will have built your own outline plan for the relief and prevention of your problem. Not just a theoretical lower back pain plan, but one that's specific to you. So do not become a passive recipient in the treatment and management of your lower back pain. Build a plan. There's a parting message from this. I suppose that, that's, the, that's the biggest mistake. Mm, I said the biggest was listening to everyone, but maybe I'll revise that at the end here. Oh, if you stay till the end, you've got a bonus. So the biggest mistake I see is not planning for relief and prevention. If you just focus on, oh, I need to get out of pain, then that's all you'll ever achieve. And then like the majority of the people with lower back pain, you'll yo-yo in and out of pain, sometimes for years. So build a plan. And as I say, there's a free resource there that explains the risk factors. Yes, we cover triggers as well, but remember triggers are just the last thing that push you off the edge. The really important stuff is what were the risk factors for your lower back pain or sciatica? So that's it, wrapping up. The five most common mistakes I see are, well, we've made it into six now, so not having a plan for relief and prevention. Then we have listening to everyone, masking the pain, doing too much, doing too little, and being a passive recipient in the treatment and management of your back pain and sciatica. So, hope you've got a lot out of this, and I look forward to seeing you again soon. Thanks for listening to the ActiveX Backs show. If you found this helpful, please pass along our web address to your friends and colleagues, active-x.co.uk. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. If you have any questions related to lower back pain or sciatica, send them in and Gavin will aim to answer them in future episodes. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at ActiveX Backs.